Welcome to Wild Animals, crazy stories about animals told by the people who study them. I'm your host, Roland Case. Hi everyone, today on Wild Animals we have Bobby, the world's largest ocelot. All right, I'm very excited today to have Ricardo Moreno here for the show. He's the president of Yagara Panama, a research associate at the Smithsonian Tropical Research and an emerging explorer at National Geographic and a very good friend of mine. Welcome, Ricardo. Welcome. Thank you very much, Roland. Uh, really, I'm, I'm happy to, to talk, to be here with you and talk to you. Uh, yes. Tell the story of Bobby. Wow. So this is really exciting for me because it's the first podcast that we've, I've done where I actually participate in the story because exactly. of course we, we we got to know bobby together you yeah. knew him first and then we well anyway we'll, we'll get to bobby but let's tell tell everybody first what is an ocelot well an ocelot is a medium-sized wildcat they can weigh between 10 kilograms to well like bobby <laughs> 18.6 kilograms but what's and the normal maximum size the normal maximum size is 15 kilograms okay so a male so that's something like 35 30 35 pounds for exactly. a normal male 15 exactly. kilos exactly. and then the females are smaller yeah F females are very small between 8 and sometimes 12 kilograms and ocelot in in panama they used to prey on small rodents agouris uh, rats they do like a prey on iguanas, on a sloth, different kind of, of, of medium to small prey. And you know, in BCI we found like ocelot sometimes kill red-brocket deer. So, so BCI is a research site, exactly. Barrow, exactly. Colorado Island, run by the Smithsonian Tropical Research Institute. Exactly. So you were studying ocelots, these are the, we should mention they're spotted cats, right? So they're really beautiful spots, sort of a medium-sized cat yeah. Yeah. Um, that hunts whatever moves that it can get its teeth on. Exactly, and we well we we captured those animals together. Yeah, <laughs> together uh, going back to 2001, and I remember the first ocelot we caught was 25 of July of 2001. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> you remember that? Long, yeah, a long time ago. Okay. I I always keep that uh, date. Special uh, day. Uh, yes, it's a special day. It was the first uh, wild cat with a collar in Panama. Wow, was was amazing. Well, so um so. Uh, set the scene a little bit. BCI, Barrow, Colorado Island, is an island in the Panama Canal. Yes, right? exactly. So tell us a little bit about this place. Well, you know, it, it's a very, very special place. It's, it's, one, it's one or it's the most uh, place who have research in the world. The most studied exactly. sort of tropical piece of real estate, if not any real estate in the world. Exactly. And it's, it's a very comfy place to, to do research. It's very nice because if you're if you're going to work, for example, like us with mammals on the area, they have different trails, they have marks. Uh, it's like not easy, but you can do a, a lot of di different things with with different kind of methods, like camera traps, like tracking the animal with in that time VHF. Yeah, yeah, well, so cool, uh, yeah, but, but you know, cool time for, for me because to know that part, not. Not like now we are we are tracking the animal with GPS collars, yeah, yeah. but to follow the animal, to have this experience following the the animal in the forest in the day at night, you can see exactly why the animal is in that place, because uh, well, with the dots with the GPS is fabulous, it's fantastic, but at the same time, if you know and you walk in the same path of the animal, 
is exhausted, but is very uh, well. That's what uh, I remember. At some point, um, you sent a photograph back to me. I was I was in the states in the winter, and you sent a photograph of yourself, and I showed it to, to some some people, and you were just covered in sweat, <laughs> yes. and they're like, "Oh, he's really sweaty," and I was like. Yeah, and, and BCI, especially Panama in general, but BCI, yeah. the labs are at the bottom by the lakeshore, mm -hmm. and then everything else is uphill. Yes. And so I, I, have, I distinctly remember, like, you walk out, and, and at first, the, when you first start sweating, it's uncomfortable. Yes. And then you just give up, and you're just covered in sweat the whole day, and it's exactly. fine. Exactly. And, 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 and you come home, and then you take a shower, and then you're... you're, you're no, it's, it's a, a, BCI is, is, is a very amazing, amazing place, and... And it's crazy. You you can meet different people, but going back to 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 the ocelot, yeah, ocelot are very special in Panama. It's the most common uh, wildcat in the whole country. You can find everywhere. If you are, in, uh, for example, if you come to Panama City, around the city, you can find ocelot uh, very close. The abundance is not super high, but still they are so ocelot, even in Panama City. Even in Panama City, wow. and wow. so they're very adaptable cat. Very adaptable cat, and we are trying to, to do a lot of educations uh, with, with the people in the city because in the moment they realize are wildcats, you know, in the back of, of the backyard, in the backyard yeah. of, of the house, people sometimes start crazy, like, oh my God, you know, and you know, it's, it's, it's a process. We need to, to talk more about this and, and talk to the people, hey, the ocelot, they are not going to kill you. Don't worry <laughs> <laughs> about this. Well, so tell us about it. what type of, of uh, things were you trying to learn about ocelots and BCI when you were working there? Well, in that time, we were trying to know about the circadian activity, the, the, like the movement pattern of, yeah. of the animal, if they move more in the day or more in the night. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people ask me on, on BCI, like, uh, you know, in the daytime where they are? And, <laughs> because and, they want to see them, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Or be, you Go know, far, them. far yeah. for uh, avoid the, the animal. And we start like following at daytime to see where they are sleeping. Yeah. And what's very nice, they, they used to, uh, to sleep between fallen trees, between trunks. And, and at the same time, we found like agouris. And, and rats, they used to stay in, in, in the same place. In the same place. Yes, right. exactly. And, and, you know, it's a, it's a correlation. It's a positive correlation between the, the predator and the prey. Well, and I remember it seemed like the ocelots sort of have two types of hunting strategies. Yeah. At night, they're really walking mm -hmm. and active hunters. And in the yeah. day, they sort of take a cat nap, right? Or they just chill out exactly. and they just wait and probably sleeping, sometimes awake. Yeah. And if an agouti or an iguana runs in front of them, then bam, they, yes, they jump on it. Exactly. No, they, they, are, they are very uh, fast animals and very, I think, quite, quite intelligent. And, but the other thing we, we want to know, because, you know, in that time was the first data ever of, of a wildcat in, in Panama. And we put it colors on, in the moment of I was on BCI, in 15, in 15 ocelots. Yeah. But Bobby was the biggest, and we was trying to see at the same time how big are the home range of those animals yeah. between yeah. males and females, yeah. and was amazing. The, it, I think I I still keep in my in my mind that project because it was like one of the best projects of I have in in my life for experience because I spend like one hundred percent of my time tracking those animals between. 2000, because I, I started with uh, Jackie Jacalone in, yeah. in BCI, setting camera traps right. on, on BCI. And I started doing that in 2000, and I left to, to my master program in 2004. And most of the time I spent on, on, on BCI, 
checking the cameras, tracking the animal, pick up the, the, the poop or the feces right. of the animal to see the, 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 the feeding. The, 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 exactly. You know, what's crazy because a lot of people, when, when I talk about this, I always tell the people like, you know, when I found one scat of those animals, one feces, and it's like very strong odor, I feel like, wow. He just passed me. <laughs> and I love this smell. And people are like, this guy is very weird. <laughs> well, I remember that you used to wash the scats and then put them behind your lab mm -hmm. to dry. And exactly. then other ocelots would come and, yes. and poop right next to your lab, right? Exactly. So they're like bringing you data, delivering yes. you samples. Like how much better does, can it get than that? No, what's incredible because was a female, Oreja, the oldest female had the collar in that moment, could be she had more than 12 years old. Mm -hmm. she, she don't have tooth. Uh, broke her teeth. Yeah. yeah, exactly. She has very, very old. And the home range of her include the, the, the lab of, 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 of BCI. And, well, I was tracking even from my, my, my room. <laughs> I bring the, the antenna to the room and every one hour or two hours I wake up like, oh, I'm going to the, to, to the bathroom. But now first I turn on the, the, the antenna. Oh, Oreja is there. And I start like, put my clothes on <laughs> and I track the animal and I, and I, and I know later, like, Part of, of the main area of hair was around the lab yeah. because a lot of agouris was there and have no afraid to the people and yeah. they are not like running uh, right, right. away from. And I saw once uh, at night, she was following uh, one, one agouri and I saw the agouri like bang, 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 running in front of me and, and, she, was like, make, right? uh, yeah. and, and she was like... So she saw her chasing agouri yeah, right in front exactly. of Yeah, exactly. I saw it directly. Wow. And it was very, very amazing times. So uh, let's talk about Bobby then, the world's largest ocelot. The, wow. the first time you saw Bobby was... Uh, well, first time was in camera traps. On the photograph, and, right? In the, in the photograph, I think in 98, 99, okay. yeah, in, in that time. And I, and in the moment of start, uh, working with the camera traps, I, I saw him more yeah. often, more often. And I thought, oh, Roland... He's a big male here, yeah. and well, Rocky was another big male, oh, and, Rocky, and yeah. Vagabundo was another big male, and we, we were trying to capture all of those guys. So how did you name Bobby? Bobby is because uh, in, in the Smithsonian, in, in the main office here in Panama, in Topper, called Topper, the, the office, uh, is one guy, very nice person. The name of him is Roberto Borrell. He's the tallest guy in, on, 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 <laughs> the tallest on the, guy at Strike. Uh, of Strike. And, and he, he's a very nice person. And when I, when we captured Bobby and we weighed him and we say like, wow, he's the biggest in my mind was like, you know, this is the name of, of, of oh, okay. Guy. So you didn't name him until we caught him and weighed him. Exactly. Yeah. And he, he have another name because in that moment, I never realized like Jackie had a name. Oh, oh Jackie was running the cameras. Exactly. And so she was naming the ocelots, but didn't tell you. Uh, exactly. And she, 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 she called him Colmillo. Okay. Colmillo's tooth. And because in one of her pictures was Bobby killing one opossum. Wow. And, okay. uh, and I always tell to people, okay, the, the full name of Bobby is Bobby Colmillo's. Okay. <laughs> cool. So... I remember the first day we caught Bobby very well because mm. um, I think we didn't get much sleep the night before. No, no. And um, and then we had a long walk that was, yeah. it was pretty far away. It was yeah. up and down, a lot of hills. Yeah. And um, yeah. 
uh, down to kind of a wetter area. Yeah, and down so, in Pearson area. And, yeah. Uh, what, what is the name of that place? Well, what's And it was, a, it was a big trap. Exactly. Right? I think, I think you originally had these traps made for pumas. For pumas. Yes, exactly. And so it was a big trap made out of wood yes. that we had, it was hard to carry it there in the first place. Oh, you did it on the boat. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> I remember walking up and down these hills and, you know, being tired and being pretty sweaty. And then we get to this big trap and the door's down. Yeah, exactly. And so we're thinking, maybe we have a puma. And we thought it wasn't a puma, so initially I was a little disappointed. But then you went right up to the trap and started looking through it. Yes, yeah, And exactly. you recognized him, right? Yeah. We saw the animal, like, running. But, you know, in the moment of we was, we, like you say, in the hill, and we saw the, the, the door down, it was crazy. And I was thinking, like, wow. And in the moment of we saw, I saw some, some pattern on him because, you know, Every, quite, every day I was watching the picture of those animals yeah. to trying to, to, to recognize. Right. And I said, Roland, his boy. Right. I remember you said that because <laughs> yes. he was famous already on the island yeah, for being exactly. the big male. And so when we caught him, and then, um, so, so we're, we're getting ready to, uh-huh. to process him, right? But remember, he was trying to broke. Yeah, yeah. So this is how I remember it happening was... We lay the tarp down, yeah. we get the tackle box out, we have the drugs and the yeah, needles exactly. and the vials uh-huh. and sort of everything, you're getting the radio collar ready, getting everything ready. And while we're doing that, Bobby half escaped because the trap was, was handmade out of wood yes. and the slots were, were meant, meant for a puma uh-huh. and the onslaught exactly. was able to get out, but not all the way out. Yeah. So I remember he got his, his head and his arms out, yeah. but his, his hind legs were still stuck there, and he's like flailing around, his yeah. claws out there, and I turn around, and I was like, oh, crap, he's going to get away, and I just, I just ran, my instinct, I just charged at him with my yeah. hands in the air and yeah, yelling like, and screaming, and he, he pulled back down and exactly. went inside, but that moment was probably of my life the highest adrenaline that I ever had in my life. My body just filled with adrenaline to chase this ocelot, yeah. and I couldn't recover. Exactly. I was just a wreck. And like afterwards, like I couldn't draw blood. I, I just, you guys had to do the rest of the workup because yes. I had this like adrenaline hangover. <laughs> that was very, was very, very amazing moment. And in the moment of we, we, we well, was very, very hard to, to, to sedate him mm. because the trap was very, very big right. and he yeah. was running inside. And, and remember and we, we had, we had Jamie stand, we put like, something over the hole and Jamie, Jamie, friends. And Jamie was standing on there just with tennis shoes, I remember. Uh-huh. And the ocelot keeps looking up and like, like, I think Jamie was worried he was going to attack his feet. Yeah. <laughs> and you remember uh, with the jab stick, to, uh, yeah. with the drugs, yeah. he said, Roland, take it. Ricardo, take it. Yeah, yeah. Take, trying because to get the trying to, yeah. yeah. And, and, and at the end, we, we did. And wow, was very good. And, yeah, and, and, and he, what, he was fighting with someone before because he had a lot of... Fighting with an ocelot. Yes, oh, yeah, exactly. A lot of big wounds in the, in the chest. Yeah. The nose was broke. One of the tooth <laughs> was broken. He was like a like rocker. Like yes. a boxer. Exactly, exactly, co- completely. And... Well, so maybe this is a, change, a time to talk a little bit about the sort of the social system of yeah. ocelots, right? So there's, there's, there's a lot of males on the island. Yes. And I guess the biggest male wins, right? They, they fight to get access to females or something? You think, I think this, this like, uh, to, be, to have access for females, maybe for food, don't, don't, not too much because BCI have, like, plenty of food for, yeah. for, for ocelots. But... Uh, well, Bobby was the only one who have very, very, you know, uh, very big wounds. On, well, on but George was missing an ear, right? Uh, 
Well, thank you to, to, yeah. to, to remind me. And I saw Bobby fighting with George. Okay. Because was Bobby fighting with George. And in the moment of, I saw the, the fighting, and uh, so, so, some people say, oh, I think you are the first person who saw a So you were out. Or, so tell, tell us about this for a second. You were out at night, probably, out right? Out at and night. With tracking. <laughs> tracking. And you, uh, so, so when you're tracking, you hear the beeps. Uh -huh. And when they get louder, you know you're closer, but you exactly. never know exactly where yeah, they exactly. are. Exactly. And so I'm guessing you're out there by yourself at night in the rainforest, beep, 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 it's very quiet otherwise, and then all of a sudden, what happened? Yeah, no, in the moment, I was in Thomas Barrow Trail, and I saw at the, uh, I think 50 meters, like two eyes, and I see, oh, this is, this is George. And it was like, I know, I was, I was saying, this is George, but... The, the, the signal is not super strong, but may, maybe it can be more strong because he's right in front of me, like yeah. 50 meters. And I start walking slowly and slowly. And I realized like George was like 150 meters in the back. Okay. And this was Bobby. Was Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> and, and he watched me. He rest. He stay resting. He wake up. He start walking and running in spray in the, in the, in the, uh, in the bush, and he started walking, walking in the direction of the signal of, of, of George. And I continue walking, and, and I have one spotlight, and in the moment I put the spotlight to trying to see very well what happened, yeah. I saw like Bobby, the body of him was like in the position of, of you know, to, to fight. Yeah. And, and it was like, and I hear like, <laughs> and, then, and the other one was, was in front, George was in front, and the other was, Wah! and he jumped on him like, boom, <laughs> very, it's like two domestic cats, but you amplify the sound like 10 times, wow. and, and, and George run down, Bobby run back, run, run, uh, uh, trying to capture him again, yeah. and he chased him, and he, grab again uh, George wow. and then they start fighting again and I just was like I was super my, my adrenaline in that moment yeah. was like <laughs> I was I, I don't know I was and I walk 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 and at some point he watched me George was on the ground like uh, in submission in, in submission and he just walked like I don't know 10 meters in front of me or, or something like this like I am the man and he watched me <laughs> No, no, no afraid of me. And he go back to the, to the, to the trail. Yeah. And I go walk and saw him like going. And, and I was like, Jesus Christ. And I realized like, oh, where's George? And I tried to, to follow him. And he run down, down and was like up and down, up and down. I think it was like 10, 30 PM at night. Yeah. And I think he was super, super, uh, damaged and afraid of, 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 yeah. of Bobby. And you know, I think I pick up the signal of him again, like two, three days later. George. To George. Yeah. And no more. No more. Never again. Never again. Never again. So maybe he left the island or... Exactly. We don't know if he left the island or he died. I, I don't know. Because did you remember the color of, of George was a different color. Was a sound color. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. that, that, that uh, uh, Exactly. And, but wow, wow. No, Bobby, with Bobby... We followed him for two years, or a little bit more of, of two years, and I saw him uh, not very often because I don't want to see the animal uh, to, to be, you know... You don't, get, be, you don't I, want to get that close to them. Exactly. I follow them, could be 20 meters, 50 meters, and sometimes I say, like, oh, I want to see them, what, 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 what happened? 
And I remember once he was trying to mate a Franja, another female who yeah. had, had a collar in that time. And they spent like some hours around between one fallen tree. And uh, I was with, with another colleague, uh, Rafael Mares. Yeah. Raf. And I said, Raf, come. And we stayed close to, to the area and we can see Bobby walking around and making some noise like, wow, wow. Wow! Wow! He, uh, and we changed the, the, the signal to, to Franja, yeah. and Franja was like sleeping, inactive, and Bobby the same. And at some point, Franja started walking and disappeared. And Bobby wake up and start like walking around like crazy, <laughs> trying to, to, to trying to find or right. pick up the the, the, yeah. the other of her. And he was in one moment he was like five meters to us, wow. and we stayed like freeze. And I say, Raf. Don't move. And the animal was walking right in front of us. And in that moment, we don't have a camera on ah. our hand. And he just looked at us, but he don't recognize like we yeah. are like person, I, I think. And he just started walking and we continue following him, walking up and down, walking up and down. And at 9, 10 p.m., we was very exhausted, eh, 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 tired. And I, I talked to Raf, hey, you know, we need to go back. We need to go back, and tomorrow we are going to try to find him. And next day, we found he killed a red bucket deer. Oh, wow. Of 24 kilograms. So you said normally ocelots are eating rodents and agoutis. Exactly. And now this guy killed a deer. Exactly. And I started to reading, like, oh, what is the biggest uh, animal bobcat killed? What is the biggest animal the caracal killed? Because they are quite quite the same size of, of the ocelot. And I realized like, hey, you know, if bobcats uh, kill like big animals sometimes, maybe the ocelot can do. Yeah. Because in, the, in that moment, I was thinking maybe it was a puma killer and Bobby was around. Yeah. And, but no, it was not. The only tracks around the animal was ocelot tracks. Yeah. And Bobby have one uh, in one of the, his toads was like moved to, 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 oh, yeah. to, to one side. A broken and, toe. Yeah, and we can recognize the, the track oh, of him. Yeah. Wow. And we found the, the carcass. He, he was like, in that moment, I arrived, maybe he moved a, a, a little bit, could be 100 meters, but he was around. I say, like, we need to change the color. <laughs> and we go back to the lab, we bring a trap, we put the deer inside the, yeah. the trap, and, and, you know, attach very, very strong. Next day, we have Bobby back again inside the trap. Yeah. And... We weighed him again, but he, we, we saw like he never eat anything in, in that moment. In the moment of he hadn't he, eaten any of the deer. Uh, exactly, yeah. in, inside of, of the trap. And we just sedate him, we changed the color, we weighed, and was like 18.6 kilograms. Oh, was yeah. like That's full like... of muscle. He was in very, in much better shape than the first time we caught him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's like that's like forty one pounds. Exactly, exactly. And in the in all the papers I read, is like the the biggest one was in Brazil, fifteen point three or fifteen point wow. four kilograms. And they say, Roland, I I, I ran that one email, still the biggest. And now even it bigger, <laughs> even bigger. And he's killing deer. He killing deer. No, was very. So he's almost like a small jaguar. Exactly. Right. How small do jaguars? I hear like in some places in Mexico, 35 kilograms, female of 35 okay. kilograms. So it's still smaller than a, yeah, a small. Yeah, exactly. But for, for Ocelot, he's huge. He's huge. 
And Bobby had a big home range in, in comparison with the other males. He used to, to, to move around 10 square kilometers on, on BCI. And, you know, inside his home range was like 15 females or something <laughs> like this. <laughs> so BCI, I think, has probably one of the highest density of, of ocelots in yeah. the world, right? Because there's a, yes. there's I, a I, lot I think of... the highest. Do you know what it is off the top of your head? It's like around 80, 80 ocelots in 100 square kilometer or okay. something. Okay. Like I mean, BCI itself is yeah. smaller than that. Yeah, like it, 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 density. Well, in, in BCI, around... 30 ocelot. 30 ocelot in, in about 15 square kilometers. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, um, uh, and there's lots of food, right? Because the agouti population is very mm, high. Super high. Lots of peccaries. Yes. Well, I guess they probably don't. They probably eat baby peccaries. Maybe. Baby, no, we, we found with Raph, yeah. a one ocelot kill one baby peccary. Okay. Yeah, of, I, I don't know. Could well, be. I, I remember something else from your, um, from your diet study was a lot of sloths in the diet. A lot of sloths. Which is surprising because ocelots aren't very good climbers, right? Exactly. But, you know, I think it's because maybe the, the population of this lot is very high, too. Yeah. And the main predator of them disappeared from, from the island, the, which is the, the, the RP eagle. Uh, I think this is the, the, the reason, but ocelot, we found, like, they eat even egg of, of turtles. <laughs> of turtle eggs. Turtle eggs and... Uh, uh, Iwana X, we found like they was trying to capture capuchin monkeys, uh, and in the in the diet in the feces we found like uh, toads of of, of 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 capuchin monkeys. Monkey, monkey yeah, toads. No. And I remember once one guy Rufino, he he was working in in the plot, and he told me like Ricardo, one afternoon I remember he he was coming back from from the field, Ricardo. You have a, a, a female or an ocelot with collars around the plot and say, yes, it's Yara. Yara have a collar over there. Because I was like, I saw one uh, howler monkey, uh, you know, drop, boom, to, to, to the ground. And the, and the howler monkey, he started like climbing the, the, the liana again and like a flash. One ocelot run and capture the, the animal oh, and start fighting with the with the howler monkey wow. and start like uh, biting the throat yeah. to suffocate the, the the and they boom both to, to fall to the ground and after he say like after five minutes the howler monkey stopped fighting and, and and died and after that she opened her mouth and he was like breathing like <gasps> yeah super excited right. It'd be hard to fight with something while with your mouth so exactly. you can't breathe through your mouth while you're fighting. No, it was wow. amazing. A lot of different, because you have like tons of eyes in, in the field. Because right. we always on BCI, uh, I, I used to do talks with the, to the guides, to the people who, who are working. I always talking to them about because people start like, uh, you know, asking about the wildcats every day, every day. Every day. I, I remember with the pumas over there. We found a scat in different in different trails. And, Ricardo, the puma is in Citec right now. No, well, the the, the is in Citec, but maybe I don't know right now. No, ah, okay. Well, because today I'm going to uh, close to that place to uh, whatever, and and I say it was was very very well, nice. Yeah, it's, it's it, it is fun being on an island with so many animals and so many biologists because yeah. and they work day and night, right? I remember yeah. one time we were we were hanging out having kind of a small party. And um, and the the uh, some of the biologists who studied bats exactly. came into the party at like ten o'clock. They were like, you know, 
oh, there's an ocelot killing a sloth. A and it was right next to the dormitories. <laughs> like right in the middle of, of, the, of the area. And it's just like we were like right in the middle of it. And we, we watched this ocelot killing a sloth. I think maybe the sloth had gone to the, bo- to the ground to go to the bathroom. I yeah. know they do that sometimes. Maybe. So. maybe. But, you know, at the same time, ocelot can, can climb. But, I, you know, in the three years following those cats, I just once found one ocelot up on on, on the tree mm. with, yeah. with, with with a collar. Yeah, yeah. And but I remember talking about parties. I remember one 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 night uh, was like three a.m. or see something like two to three a.m. And as always, I was like following the the, the animal, and I <laughs> hear the signal of Bobby arriving very close to to the lab. Okay, so so you're out there in the forest at yes. 3 a.m. Uh-huh. following Bobby. Yeah, and, and and you see that he's getting close to the lab. And and yes, exactly. And I say, okay, he's going to the to that area of of the of the lab, and I walk directly to the helipad. Yeah. Because in the helipad, you can pick up very very strong the, the signal if yeah. the animal was That's in okay. front. And I hear the people of the party was uh, in the raft, in, in what platform? At the swimming raft, yeah. In the swimming raft. And they were loud. At 3 a.m. <laughs> at 3 a.m. they were loud, uh, singing or whatever. And the signal of Bobby was like walking down, walking down, walking down, walking down to the shore of, of the lake. Whoa. And he was like, could be 100 meters from the people and he stayed. Like he wanted to join the party. Exactly. He, he stayed like watching or hearing the people right in front of them. And, and he spent like two, three hours over there and was like, wow, wow this is interesting. Why he, he, he don't, you know, go to other, other place. Yeah. I think it was curiosity. Wow. was was very, very, very That's nice. Crazy. So when's the, uh, when's the last time you, you saw Bobby? Do you remember? was in 2004 because I left the island to Costa Rica, February of 2004. <clears throat> and I remember... When I knew, like, I'm going to, to Costa Rica, I started like, doing more tracking uh, like crazy, like super crazy every day. Uh, and, and Bobby was one of the special guys. Yeah. And, and I was trying to, to, to know where is him, if the home range is going to be bigger. And if, if I need that data, I need to, to try to find him, like, quite very often. But at the same time, we had, like, I don't know, at the same time, it could be eight or nine ocelots with collars, you know, follow those animals. Uh, uh, Rap helped, other people helped, Jason, and was very, very, very good moment, very good memories for, for my life. Okay, I so, so that was the last time he was still king of the island, exactly. still had a giant home range over a big part of the island. Exactly. And, um, I think he died in 2005 or six. Yeah, so, I, so you had left the island, and I was there. And uh-huh. I remember um, there was a, uh, a bird watcher. Mm-hmm. I, think the, I think the batter and the collar had died. Yeah. And so we, didn't, we weren't able to track him anymore. Exactly. But he still had the collar on. And a, um, a bird watcher, an ornithologist, was out and found his dead body. Yeah. And one of the amazing things was he was very excited because on the body was a king vulture. Which is, wow. I mean, I've never seen one in Panama before. They're, they're rare in Panama. Yes. And so I thought, oh, well, here's the king of the island yes. being decomposed by the king vulture. Yes. So I thought that was, uh, that was kind of appropriate. So we, so we brought his sort of starting to decompose body uh-huh. back. And he still had the collar. He took the collar off. And yeah, um, I remember that picture you, you sent to me. 
by email. Yeah, right. You were in Costa Rica then. So, yes. so but then um, we looked at his at his skull. Exactly. And he had no teeth. Like his canines, all four canines were broken. And so, you know, I, I can just imagine that, you know, he just got in so many fights. Exactly. And, and eventually, he probably found it difficult to hunt. I, I, he certainly I, wouldn't I be able to kill so. a deer with no yeah, canines. Yeah, right? imagine. I, you know, I always think about this animal and, and other ones because it's, it's like, you know, uh, some years later was like a new generation of ocelots. Sure. And another ones, some someone big, quite big, like Bobby, but we we're, we never know if yeah. they are bigger or not. Yeah. But BCIA is a very special place. So yeah. so I took this carcass of Bobby and uh, we put it, we wrapped it up in, in some wire uh -huh. and put it in the forest just next to the labs to let the ants clean it up so we could get a nice clean skeleton. Yeah. And I go back a little while later to check on it. And there, sitting on top of basically the grave of Bobby, is a big giant ocelot turd, a poop. <laughs> and I couldn't believe it. It was like probably some ocelot that Bobby used to beat up that yeah. now got bigger and was like, like giving his final, uh, you know, final wishes, final thought on Bobby is to, to take a crap right on his grave. No, <laughs> that was a, a really. Um, in some ways, appropriate ending for you know the guy who was the bully on the island for yeah, so many yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. No, it was was very very interesting to follow. You know, it's it's crazy. The biggest ocelot ever until now. Because I I hear someone in in Costa Rica say like, oh we 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 weighed one ocelot, wrote kilo ocelot, and was a little bit bigger than boy. And say no, it's very different. Yeah. It, it, you need to capture to put a collar and follow him, and you can be like in the. <laughs> well, so now Bobby is at the New York State Museum. Exactly. He's a museum specimen. We took his whole skeleton and mm -hmm. uh, and archived it there, so people can 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 check it out. They can take measurements if they want to. Wow. All these kind of things. So he has a a final uh, final resting place for a famous famous cat. Yes. Well, no. thanks so much for coming and sharing the story of Bobby. This was super fun. And, um, Thank you, Ron. Good luck. I know you're, you're moving on now to, to bigger, even bigger cats with your yeah. jaguar work. So yes. maybe maybe we can come talk about a jaguar uh, in the future. Exactly. Thank you very much for be, for, for me. It's like to share this this project with, with with you in that time was very very important for for my professional life. Uh, you gave it to me a, a lot of uh, you know you pushed me to, to do more and and for me it was. Very, very good. And I need to say thank you very much well, in front of, of the people. Well, that's very right. <laughs> It was a pleasure working with you. You, uh, you did a, a great job with Bobby and everything else. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Cool. Wild Animals is a production of the North Carolina Museum of Natural Sciences and North Carolina State University with production help from Aben Crawford.